Oh, there's another mic. Fellow podcast alumni. Okay, so we got to start this jam. We got to start this thing. Okay, so Strong Calm Podcast. Hello, hello, everybody. Thank you for joining the show. Whether that is. Uh, Do not disturb. All right. Thanks for starting. <laughs> thanks for. Thanks for being here. Cut. Yeah, we go. So Strong Calm Podcast. My name is Aaron Dunn. Um, this is the Strong Calm Podcast. Calm. C O M. That is the root word that means together or in common. And I use that word as a springboard to talk about three things that I'm passionate about, three things that I'm helping people with, and three things that bind me to great individuals, strong individuals like the fella beside me, deep friend. So uh, that would be, those three things would be communication, online and off, community building, online and off, and how those two things, when you put them together in the right special way, build stronger company, whether the company that you are keeping or the company that you are building, like a business. So uh, today I've got Chris Patton, Cicero Mode. Cicero Mode, yes sir, yes sir. uh, I mean, this is the third time you've been on the show. Uh, yeah, we've done a couple of the, the year end album release, uh, you know, reviews kind of thing. So I think, yeah, we did two of those. So third one, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm enjoying your content, man. Seeing you grow. Uh, he actually got me into the podcasting game, showed me the ropes. So I appreciate you having me back, man. Yeah, of course, man. It's it's good to just connect with a friend. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, today on the podcast, we are going to talk about the top five, uh, hip hop albums of the year of 2020. Uh, I'll have, I've got my five, he's got his five right. and then, We've never done a formal. I've never done a formal strong calm podcast with you, so right. I want to ask you some questions based on the three C's, uh, and we'll get into that here in a second. So, but first, do a formal intro of okay. yourself. Uh, who are you? What do you do? Whole thing. Yeah. All right. What's up, everybody? Uh, government name is Sherman Christopher David Patton. A lot of words, so I shorten that down. I go by Cicero. Uh, I'm a DJ, a music producer, a uh, music enthusiast, content creator and uh, aspiring music supervisor, and I don't know, a lot of other stuff. So uh, just been trying to grow. Um, started off in music, like I said, both my parents were music teachers. And so I had a lot of music background growing up, as well as that they're both also school teachers. So a lot of um, a lot of public speaking, um, a lot of doing the prayers. My dad was a pastor, so I did a lot of those things, but really got into the creative with the music. Um, I was an orchestra in high school. After all of that, um, you know, when the computers computer technology got there. I, I fell into production. And uh, then I fell into DJing kind of after college. I always, you know, DJed and was the guy at the party. Change the song. We need something better. You know, I was always that guy. But uh, after that, moved into DJing. And, and my main thing has always been creativity. You know, I don't know. It's something I always come back to. And um, I'm starting my own little creative content boutique. And that's kind of the first, uh, our boutique, boutique, however you want to say it. Um, and that's kind of the first statement in mind. You've got your three. Uh, my kind of three statements that I'm trying to stick on is creative music and media. So always being creative, uh, being unapologetically creative. And, uh, I'm just trying to find new ways moving into 2021 to, uh, to do that in all forms through audio, visual, helping other brands like yourself and, uh, just growing and, and keeping improving it, man. Yeah. And I mean, you, you are continually leveling up the content game. I'm always impressed by your consistency, uh, by the quality. Mm -hmm. I mean, makes, you know, I mean, you make great beats, right. You've got great, you know, just content all the way around. So, uh, you know, it's, it's fun watching you grow too. And, and you're a type of guy that inspires me to keep on going because it's like, yeah, it's just like, and, and, and that's why, that's why this podcast, this is why I do the podcast because I love 
you know, just uh, getting, you know, we, we sharpen each other's saws in that way. Yeah, you know what I mean? Definitely. And so definitely. anytime I can introduce people to other people like yourself, um, I'm more than happy to do so. Yeah. So um, let's get into the mix. Literally, I guess. Hey, hey there we go. There puns, we go. So, puns. yes. So, uh, into the mix on the top five for okay. top five hip hop albums of 2020. Oh, no. So, you this said it. okay, go ahead. Go ahead. So, top five. Tell, me, you, tell me your criteria. How right, you right, right. So, I so I messed up. This okay. isn't, uh, yeah. this isn't, this isn't the Grammy thing. This isn't, uh, you know, the best of the best. This isn't comprehensive. This isn't whatever. This is my personal take. And then, you know, however. However you want to define whatever top five hip hop albums is, this is just mine. So okay. Okay. these are the ones that connected with me. These are the ones I enjoyed that I'll probably go back to that. I appreciate that. I enjoy, you know what I mean? Like right. not by any means, like this is better than everybody else. And this list is not even in, in order. So, yeah. Okay. I, I was just going to say, I kind of did the same, but there's someone here that could, they're right on the edge of hip hop. I mean, they're hip hop adjacent, but I kind of went from just my overall best albums. I've got something honorable mention to, to round out a full, just straight hip hop mm -hmm. uh, albums, but uh, I kind of opened it up a little bit. But uh, I'm ready, man. Let's do it. All right, what's your first one? You go first. I'm going first. All right, same deal though. I didn't put mine in order, and like I said, I'll just get the non-hip hoppy stuff out of the way. Um, it's been a crazy year for everybody, so I've been listening to a lot more of the the more slow vibes, chill vibes. Um, and the album that stuck out, there's two that are kind of in the like I said, they're still kind of hip hop. They have hip hop features, hip hop production. Um, but, the, you know, they are singers, both of these. So the first one I'm going to go with is is you're talking about Grammys. We'll, we'll start off the top, the big snub, the weekend after hours. Um, Metro Boomin did some beats on it. So I'll say maybe it's a little bit of hip hop. Right. It's more so, you know, a pop album. But I was just really presently su pleasantly surprised at how good it was. Um, I was never a big weekend fan. Um, you know, being a DJ, I knew the crucial songs I had to have. Uh, you know, I liked what he did with Daft Punk, uh, one of my favorite groups. And so I, I knew about the House of Balloons album, but when this started coming out in the rollout, I really liked the aesthetic of the 80s vibe, the synth wave stuff. Um, and so I went back and listened to House of Balloons and really got a, a feel for, uh, you know, how talented this dude is. And I knew this can tie to hip hop. Uh, you know, obviously he came up with Drake and he wrote yeah. pretty much half or a lot of the songs I like off of Take Care. Is which, that right? Uh, yes. If you did not know that, for anybody that doesn't know that. Drake's best album. It's pretty much a weekend album. Remember that. And at me if you don't agree. Um, but yeah, so when I when I, I always knew that, but then I kind of realized before I'd sampled him, flip samples from him. So it just kind of all came together on this album. Uh, the year just kind of having that isolation and, and the, the way he does pop is very similar to Michael Jackson. I mean, I don't think I'm biting or shooting too high with that, but I mean, he's pretty much our generation's Michael Jackson, possibly. That's a very strong, strong statement, statements. But, strong I mean, statements on the Strong Cone podcast. We strong in here. But yeah. uh, when I was listening to it, listening through some of his stuff, I mean, that's that's who comes to mind for some of these yeah. songs. Uh, they're just big. He's got some huge, ba you know, ballads on there. There's one song that the mobile DJ and me and 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 prom DJ was like, man, I'd love to play this at a prom. This is the perfect like slow dance prom song. Mm -hmm. But of course, no proms to do this year. Thank you, COVID. So I didn't even get to use that song. But um weekend i could go on and on i really think it's a great album hip-hop adjacent but it's still one of the top uh so i had to i had to put it in nice i i uh i knew you were gonna have this one in there yeah yeah you've <laughs> I, seen my you've yeah seen my yeah friend. i started you know i started it. uh i started listening to it but like the the weekend i don't know it moves so slow and and this is part of the like 
part of the reason that I, I was telling you, like, not going too deep because I didn't get too deep into the into the music mm-hmm. this year personally. I mean, you're gotcha. you're deeper because it's your craft. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, um, I, I gotta you know, if I'm not creating, I'm I'm going back and trying to you know figure out ways to get certain feelings, and you got to use references for that from other songs or just I just love listening to music. So yeah, um, that's but what yeah. happened with this album. There was a lot more you know social distance. I wasn't gigging at night, so the night times turned into more of a reflective, meditative time yeah uh you yeah. know so this album kind of fit that and you know kind of fit the i don't know despair sometimes of, of the year trying to figure out what what's going to be next and uh so i don't know it just all those themes kind of hit me and and i really like it you know yeah so. yeah awesome so mine is not a grammy snub okay. it, it made the list okay and it would be royce the five nine the allegory nice all right so i chose that because that was the first album that i it was one of the first albums of the year. So mm-hmm. just by default, it was the first album of the year that kind of hit me like, this is, this is different. This is right. a good, good, uh, good collection of tracks. And Royce, like I'm not big on Royce. Like I didn't really get on him, but uh, his last album I checked out, which was uh, book of Ryan. Right. And it was good. I mean, he's a wordsmith. Claimed on that. Yeah, uh-huh. And this one hit me just because, I mean, his rhyme schemes, like everything just kind of fit together for me. Mm-hmm. And I like, I really enjoyed it. I, I put a few plays in it during the top of the year. And then this is one of those that as I was looking through my playlist of the year, I was like, Oh yeah. I listen to this a lot. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I really, I just really enjoyed this album. I love the concept. I love the ways that he, he, he just went about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I, you know, it just made my, it made my list. I, and I think that he, he gets slept on a lot. So I, and I think that he's definitely trying to not be, you know what I mean? In his oh, own way, you know what I mean? He like wants to be bigger. He's trying. To- well, like he's, uh, he's really taking the, his, his craft and really trying to make something like he, he's really pursuing his like own potential, essentially. Like, right. like yeah. he's really trying to make something special and, and really put his name on, on the game in mm-hmm. a way, like not to say that he hasn't earned his credit or whatever like that. Right. Like he's got a lot of respect, but uh, I, I think that he's really taking um, extra time to make everything extra special. These thingies. So, um, so yeah, it made my list. It was a, it, it was a good album and, and real thoughtful. And I appreciated that. Yeah. It reminds me, I mean, Royce, yes. I mean, he's a veteran, uh, been killing it for, for years. And I mean, yeah, like you said, it seems like now he doesn't have all that extra label pressure. Mm-hmm. He kind of just make make whatever he wants to make. And it reminded me, or just kind of where he is, reminds me of Black Thought, which didn't did Black Thought drop this year? He did. Yeah, that was good. And I, that's not on my list. So I know it's, it's, in, it's in my playlist, but I didn't get around. Yeah, to it, so. I didn't rank it, but Black Thought, shout out to him. But Royce, yeah, man. I mean, I've I've listened through a few tracks, but a lot of people put been putting it high. I didn't um, I'm trying to remember who produced like all of it. I want to say. I want to say it's knots, but I'm not sure. That's that doesn't sound right. But uh, yeah, it's it's a good one, man. From everything I heard, and I've just listened through it. Uh, yeah, it's bars. He's bringing bars, bars, man. So shout out to Royce. All right, what's your next? Next, uh, okay. I guess I'll switch it around a little bit. Oh man, I, this this list is now. I'm looking at it. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll do a rap album next because I don't have many more in my top five after that. So this one uh, also we're doing we're keeping it with the snubs. I'm make guessing this might be yours. I don't know if it is. RTJ four. It's the on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Run the jewels four. Uh, when I was going back through all the music and everything, for some reason, although I listen to this thing pretty consistently on uh, UFC four, there's some tracks from it, but I kind of forgot about it. 
And uh, when I was walking over here from the foundry, I just was like, let me give it one more little run through to make sure. And yeah, when you're walking through downtown past the courthouse, it, it, it has a different, it hits different, man. And it feels good. So shout out to Run the Jewels. Uh, I've seen them live twice. Um, oh, yeah. Again, yeah, yeah. Shout out to them, man. And uh, actually got to say what's up to Killer Mike in the bathroom. So <laughs> it's kind of, you know, they're kind of my homer pick. I think that's why I wasn't looking at it because I was like, yeah, easily I could go RTJ here. Got but, you, yeah. Um, but going back and listening through, man, that, that first track is crazy. Um, just the energy on the thing. The closer is amazing. Uh, man and, every track is yeah just, yeah it's I, I don't know it's for the times that's what i love it's, it's like for that. It's, it's absolutely perfect for 2020 yeah. and they they have like such a ability to feed off each other to write some great songs to put their own spin on it like the production's unique and mm -hmm. creative like SLP, it's, man he's he's one of the best at it man. yeah it, it's that. just like and then and then tension is always like a little bit of tension in the in the music you know yeah yeah and and it's on edge yeah and i don't necessarily like like that like when i listen to music <laughs> like like that's the thing it's like when you when you're talking about comfortable you want to just vibe out yeah or like <laughs> or or you know there, there's a time and place and stuff like when you talk about the weekend you know like like i'm if i'm not in that headspace i'm it's gonna be hard for me to make it through that album you know right, so right. unless i'm really looking for something so like for this real, one like real quick back to the weekend he this one is a little bit better with you know there's like a pop song sequence is better yeah i mean you can go and grab like you're saying if you're not in that super depressed oh whoa is me i'm sure old thing he's got a few more upbeat accessible songs for the pop stuff but i, I feel you go ahead yeah but yeah so like run the drills like even this one like I, I don't come back to it all the time because like i'm trying to like forget the tension and the and the strife and the pain of 2020 but at the same time like it makes my top five just because it's timely it's creative, it's unique, it's absolutely high quality, and they have bested themselves for four albums in a row. Yeah, I mean, I, I think three, I might put this one above three, but then, yeah, still in order as far as, you know, how good they were. I might put two, I might go two, one, four, three, yeah. as far as ranking all of them, but I mean- I'd have to all, listen to them all again. Yeah, but. they're all amazing. I just like two a lot, yeah, like Sea Legs and Christmas Fucking Miracle, which was on my playlist this month. Um, but yeah, man, it's RTJ. I don't know really what else to say. Yeah. Um, you had Killer Mike doing that amazing speech, you know, in Atlanta, um, right when all the tension was building up. I remember on the live, actually, LP played the closing track. He just like streamed it one day. So <laughs> like he just previewed that before the album came out. So, I mean, there's there just a lot going on. And I mean, I thought I really thought it'd be getting more critical acclaim because of the time. Me too. And because of kind of how they reacted. But I guess maybe it rubbed certain people the wrong way with it but i don't know fuck those people rtj4 <laughs> great album shout out to them all right what's your next what's your next <laughs> uh oh well that was we kind of combined so yes back to me uh back to not hip-hop but i'll go back the other way a little bit uh this is an australian dj group and this album just drops i mean at the beginning of this month uh but they do have rap features on this album they've got like denzel curry uh i think anderson pack uh, tricky, which I'm just more trip hop, but you know, I'm just, it's not a completely non hip hop, devoid of hip hop album, but it is the Avalanches. We will always love you. Um, okay. Are you very familiar with the Avalanches? Never heard of them. They're dope, man. They are an amazing group. Uh, shout out to my homie Brandon Hafner at Breakers. Uh, used to DJ up there years ago. And, you know, end of the night, he kind of comes out the back and is like, hey, man, you need to get this album, just burn it and bring it back to me. And I'm like, what the fuck is this, man? Uh, but, man, I took it home. It's an amazing. It's like kind of house, funky house vibes, but still has, you know, hip hop sensibilities, but amazing soundscapes. Somehow these samples they get, they just build these amazing worlds. 
and um they've had three albums the first album was uh since i left you i believe and that one's amazing critically acclaimed all around the board the middle one came out they had like a 15 year hiatus like that came out in like oh, wow. 102 or something because it was like four or five djs is kind of rotated you know the group and the production um but they've kept that core feel with this new album they came back and it feels exactly like since i left you check out since i left you but this new one we will always love you again as a reflection of the times it kind of starts with i mean obviously you hear the title we will always love you it kind of starts with a voicemail of a young lady that i think reading some things i think she she actually did pass away but in this message she's kind of doing like the final message to somebody you know like mm. hey i i still love you i love you always that kind of thing so it's Whoa. very yeah it's very heavy deep very deep very heavy at some parts but then there's these amazing uh like i said kind of house inspired uh vibes triumphant stuff they've got a track with mgmt on there that's really good what yeah mgmt man i thought they were dead or something yeah uh but brought them back and it's really like if you like the gorillas that's what i would compare them to a little bit oh. like a gorillas album um so yeah the avalanches i i think they're great and just i don't know the the heart in this project and i mean it just came out so it's a little regency recency bias I'm trying to figure out that phrase sure. so i don't know but i think it's going to stay in my top five because it just has that both ends of that that sentimental the bitter and the sweet and, and still also that reflection of, of where we've been this year so nice avalanches check them out dj juice what's up juice um all right i'm gonna check that out i just wrote it down all right so my I'm next one that tonight talking about uh different not a hip-hop album mm -hmm. but a hip-hop legend okay mike dean 420 yes yes that's nice i'm glad you put it in so so this is like a totally different like i didn't know what to expect <laughs> yeah i mean i knew what to expect because he's like a little bit of what to expect. the synth god yeah, of, yeah. of, of hip-hop essentially um you know worked with everybody who's anybody in hip-hop right. and uh but this like i was so like surprised and happily surprised and it's so funny because the 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 type of music person i am i like ambient i like experimental i like instrumental gotcha. and i like those vibes so this being if you haven't heard it 420 instrument completely instrumental pretty long there's yeah, a good good oh, man it's a, it's a few yeah i went i mean i listened through it but i remember yeah it took a few listens to get through it yeah um, because it's just i mean it's literally like sit back and and do something else music like yeah, put dude, put together a puzzle do or, something else put together a puzzle music like exactly like like, like put together a puzzle or mike or, dean put together a puzzle music something like that but it's chill music i mean it's called 420 so right smoke that's, to that's it my joke <laughs> whatever you know like it is very <laughs> but like it is very uh that, i'm gonna keep that in the rotation yeah it's a uh, puns got them it, it's it's cool though like I, I really enjoyed it it's just a it's, it's, it's relaxing and like talk about the antithesis of a run the jewels like yeah. it is not run yeah. the jewels it is very like contemplative introspective yeah. all that kind of stuff so and it just showcases how talented mike dean is is uh, like to me making an instrumental album interesting like oh, yeah. and, and especially for like hip-hop lovers like everybody knows mike dean they're gonna come to a, a mike dean record and be like wait what yeah but yeah. at the same time like I, I think it's i think it's accessible for anybody who's interested in that or not not uh familiar with that type of music mm -hmm. but i'm a guy who listens to solo piano sometimes i listen nice. to ambient sometimes so i, I like electronic Sidebar, music have you, have you checked out any drone music 
any of that. I've listened to drum music before. Yeah, I'm, I'm I, I couldn't tell that, you who man. to who to who to say, I just but search it. Got some playlists, but yeah, it's just that same kind of. I mean, this is more like just solid tones. But right, it's real good for like going to sleep too. So yeah, check that out. Yeah, so I I just put it on my top five just because it's it's right where I'm. At. It's like the intersection of my two music loves of just like you. instrumental stuff and uh experimental and, and hip-hop so yeah no mike dean and I mike mean, dean respect oh my gosh amazing i got him on ig if you don't have him on there follow him because sometimes he'll go live from the keyboard yeah it's amazing killing killing it and uh you know obviously he's, he's blowing big uh, looks so nonchalant with it but i mean you know he's a master <laughs> on them keys and uh yeah no uh i went through it you know i went back to it a few other times I, I you know you got to be in that kind of spot to get in those vibes or right you know in the mood to put together a puzzle then i'll <laughs> check it out uh you know if i have my puzzle on deck yeah you, gotta... uh, you know uh, but, i have uh, no puzzles in the house just <laughs> so you know no puzzles anywhere around guys maybe reading maybe yeah to read. yeah but uh yeah so i mean he's amazing um he ties into actually my next one so i guess i'll just go to that uh again he's produced for everybody he's the go-to for your psychedelic trap synth vibes uh you know very uh instrumental and in, instrumental in getting travis scott you know more popular oh, not that I, he i think i know where this is going you, yeah you've already heard the word so um another person that's very important for travis scott's career trajectory is kid cuddy yeah and uh yes we are here man on the moon three drops uh again right at the end of the year so these two avalanches and man on the moon are, are very you know recent but they're both very strong uh i'm a big kid cuddy fan uh, always like this stuff again he's kind of he's been the contemplative different alternative hip-hop guy and it kind of fits into uh kind of where i see myself and also i think the demographic of uh the music i make mm -hmm. uh so i always liked what he had going as well as how honest he is about his own struggles uh you know i first got down with him a lot because he was talking about how much you know his dad passing away when he was young was so he always lets people know about him and that's mm -hmm. why he has such a, a fan base that's so you know uh passionate yeah. for him and i'm one of those so uh man on the moon three came uh again travis scott is the guy right now that kind of holds the mantle for this i mean psychedelic trap do you use that phrase i've seen it pop psychedelic up psychedelic trap i haven't heard sounds good it kind of fits though you know i guess that, it kind of does yeah you know that demographic for travis, of for sure yeah anything in that travis scott kind of wheelhouse yeah. of you know sense smoke out music you know psych psychedelic shit um but again, people forget that Kitty, Kid Cuddy, Kitty, Kid Cuddy was on that a little bit earlier, you know, and um, totally. And yeah. that's the thing, like one thing that's come from this uh, album, like the reviews and stuff that I've listened to is like he keeps getting referenced to Travis Scott in a lot of the uh, reviews that I've watched. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like not fair. Right. Like to me, it's like it because he he's, he he's paved the way, man. I'll say it, man. Kid Cuddy is pretty much Travis Scott's dad. All right. Yeah. So I remember sure. that. Uh, and I mean, and he's admitted that he's, I mean, he has high reverence for him. I mean, Travis Scott is Travis Scott because Kid Cudi's yeah. first name is Scott. And he had that much reverence for him. He put his name Man, in, I his, didn't realize that. in his band name. Yeah. And so they were still working on the project together. The Scots. Man, this so, gonna be sick. Yeah. And I mean, the one song was amazing that they had together. So that's what's been weird. Like knowing that they had the song together, knowing that they're cool, how all these reviewers are still trying to fall back on. Oh, he's trying to copy Travis Scott. I'm like, hey, how can you copy the dude your, your kid yeah you know so i, I kind of compare it to that just still on that pun it's like um for this album he came in with some accessible stuff some more trap inspired things that rubbed some cutty fans i think the wrong way yeah but um it was a little different it was yeah. a, a little different but it's still a through and through kid cutty album yeah and, and I, I really like it's actually 
I think it's man, it's his best for sure. Like, it, well, I guess I, I can't really say it's his best. It, it is a vision fully realized because right. he because he's ahead of his time, right? And now the production, the talent, the sonically, everything has like he, sh- he it, yeah, it's it's pretty much made it to where Cuddy can make this type right. of album that really like. I mean, that's the thing, though. It's, it's weird because now, yeah, like the time and the sound is here that he, you know, helped father in. For sure. But people are like, well, I don't want to hear him doing that. And I'm like, well, he created it. We're yeah. here. We're here. Let me get this way. Yeah. Uh, oh, good. Uh, we're here because of, you know, a lot of what Cuddy did. So um, with the album real quick, I mean, I'll keep going a little bit. But, you know, the Man on the Moon series is always his major release. So right. I think what happened was or what he wanted to do was make this feel major release right now. Trap and all those sounds are what's hidden. So I think he really was like, I'm always ahead of ahead of my time, ahead of, you know, kind of what's going on. So I can step back and get on some of these trap beats to get get the ideas that I want to get across and then still have some more uh, introspective long form tracks like Solo Dolo 3 um, on the back end. Mm-hmm. And that's what he did. So off the top, I mean, it starts with a track called Tequila Shots um, and, you know, it's on a trap type of beat. So in my head, I'm like, OK, if you were on the edge of a bender or you know act doing things you know you shouldn't do and you were like in the club or something what would be playing in the club yeah. some trap sound and you know oh, travis yeah. scott shit so that's why i think he used that because he was kind of saying i'm doing you know i'm kind of returning to a state i don't i know it's a little risky i don't need to be in here because you know he has some issues with depression mm-hmm. substance abuse so he knows he's walking a thin line with with the things he's doing and that's what comes across in the music and on those first few tracks uh she knows this that has a dope Scott Pilgrim sample, one of my favorite movies. It does. Uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. That's an underrated movie, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. We can, I could do a whole nother <laughs> one on that. But uh, yeah, so I mean, that, that's what I got from it. It's like, he's like, hey, I'm going to, you know, everybody, or I can't say everybody, most people have these times where they're going to go out to just, you know, let the stress off, stress relief. And, uh, you know, you might go somewhere where if you're a little bit older, you kind of are like, man, I, you know, this, this young shit, I don't know about that. Right. But you're still trying to have fun with it. And that's what I think the first half of the album is, is him saying, I'm going, you know, I'm going in this place I know I shouldn't be in. Uh, but this is what's hitting right now as far as music, uh, as far as just, you know, the times. And so I like that aspect. of Yeah. It. Um, in his in his interview with Zane Lowe, he talked about wanting to get the bars off, too. Yeah. Yeah. And he rapped. He rapped more on here, uh, which I mean, I'm you know, I'm not coming to Cuddy for like I, mess- I don't either. Message bars. That's the thing. Like, but... I, I don't like. You know, there were Cuddy bars, and, yeah, and Cuddy. he's he never has like disappointed, like he's never like weak, right? You know what I mean? It's always more Still about the whole vibe, rhythmic, but yeah, you know, in, the, in that and some getting them hums in there, but yeah, I, I like the <laughs> I like the other features. Obviously, Pop Smoke came through. Skepta had a dope verse. That's a dope song. Yeah, yeah. that's that's really good. And I mean, I'm not a big drill person at all, too. Really? So that was just enough drill for me. I'm yeah, like, that's good. I'm glad they left it like one track. Yeah, yeah, just one, and I mean, and it was done well. Uh, so shout out to Pop Smoke, R.I.P. Um, so yeah, man, Kid Cudi. That could have easily been on my five. It wasn't. Right. I don't know why. But I went I went heavy on it again. It's came out so recently. Right. Like, we'll see if it holds up or once people can get some more plays on it. But I mean, I've been I've been putting it on repeat or a few choice songs uh quite a while. The last month at least for sure. Yeah. So uh Cuddy season. He also did a uh cool uh VR performance the other night uh, on Oculus. Cuddy uh, did? Yeah, yeah. So I want to check that out, but what? I don't have an Oculus. So anybody that got Oculus, my brother's got one. Hit, hit me up. I, I tried it the other day. Yeah. It's pretty badass. Bro, 
Yeah, I, I uh, my I need brother, to get one. My brother had another one, not the Oculus, but I remember he brought it in a while back, and we did a few things on there. But it's uh, literally the like like the future. Mm-hmm. It's here. It, it is. It seems like I mean I remember they were pushing it heavy, and then I just kind of didn't hear much about VR. So I was like, uh oh, it must have hit some uh-huh. snags or. Man, I played a few, a handful of games, and yeah. I can't imagine attending a live Cuddy concert. Because I mean, your whole depth perception, everything. Yeah, you can just turn and so yeah. I'm sure he's got all yeah. sorts of buckwild visuals. Right, right. I figure there'd be. Well, I guess there's no way to like screen cap that in the in a VR headset. Not really. So yeah, there's no way to get a preview. But not yet. Uh, real quick, also Scott and on live performances, different uh, with Travis Scott and Kid Cudi. Uh, Travis Scott did those uh, Fortnite. Yeah, that Fortnite was dope. Console? Yeah, yeah. That was it's kind of the same thing though, like your VR experience where that's what I feel like the track uh the kid cuddy thing would be like we're comparing them again we can't stop mm-hmm. oh another thing again with mike dean and kid cuddy he has like three or four solos on there on the back of the tracks if you didn't hear those uh you got to get to the end of the songs though i think the, the closer and one other one there's like just some mike dean solo so he did production i gotta i gotta go back to yeah. him man yeah, yeah. Man. solid because usually i can tell but yeah, there's one you get, you know, he gets some little last notes in. I'm like, yeah. wait a minute, Mike. And I'm like, yeah. of course it's Mike. Like he that's was sick. I guess that's his tag. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, he was saying, I think they were working on something. Oh, uh, I guess Kids See Ghosts or the other uh, Kanye mm-hmm. album. And like he was just in the other studio and like Mike Dean was in there with him and he's like, Well shit, let's start working on some stuff. And that's how Man on the Moon kind of started. So got it. The third one. Awesome. My next one, uh, I put Benny the Butcher Burden of Proof on here. Uh, I just, you know, maybe not like I, I enjoyed it. I don't know. Like Kid Cudi could easily probably take this spot. Right. Uh, but I just like love what. The those, vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Like Zelda. like the just the production. The I mean. Well, Hit Boy. Then. You're talking about talking about Hit Boy. Yeah. I mean, Hit Boy. Hit Boy had a year this year. Yeah, I've got him as that. like an honorable mention. Yeah. As even though he didn't do an album himself, I mean, I just he did everybody else's yeah. album. <laughs> like he's honorable mention yeah. for albums he yeah. did. Produce, so like, so. I you know the production on that and and just the whole, it was on point. So, you know, I I don't have too much to say on the album really mm-hmm. because it's not like you know, I I, I can relate necessarily. But <laughs> you can. I, it's just that hustle music. Man. It's, it's hustle music, and I, and I love the. Um, he's just a good storyteller. Right. Like it doesn't matter how many times I've heard other bars, similar subject matter. Mm-hmm. He flips it to where it's real interesting. And he's probably my favorite out of the Griselda group For sure. just because of the way that he approaches bars, everything. Yeah. So no, Benny is, I mean, he's legit. Um, what I, what I enjoy from him. Yes. I can't relate to, you know, all the slanging, all the, all the putting in that work on that work, whipping in the kitchen, but yeah. I can definitely relate to, uh, you know, staying motivated, hustle that hustle mentality yeah. that he has keep coming up taking a loss bouncing back you know he has that a lot of his music he talks about you know when he got shot well he just recently got shot but you know when he yeah. got the, he had the jail stint you know and when he lost all this money and how he had to be patient and still you know build his build his connects back up in that realm i just take that all over to what we do you know mm-hmm. and, and uh the situation of this year too but i don't know this album with hit boy i was very excited for it but i think i do like him more on those griselda alchemist type of beats that they usually do that is true i almost put alfredo on here right and right. like i could probably swap those like alfredo i really enjoyed too because alchemist is dope so yeah alchemist, i don't know one of the illest but yeah i don't know i, I like that he did it it was kind of like a victory lap uh yeah for me for him because he's had so many not official albums but you know so much right and this content. is his debut and that's probably why i put it 
on here above Alfredo, even right. though like I don't know, like they put out so much freaking music, it's right. it's hard to pick the one that right. you know. That's that. I mean, yeah, definitely the best spitter in Griselda. I'm a big fan of uh, the other homie though. Conway. Yes. Or, uh, no, no, no. West Side. West, West Side, Side Gun. Um, he has that weird delivery. Hey, yo. Yeah. Which that's not really my thing, but he's man, he's the best at picking beats though, and he does this. He has this real distinctive like he likes to use these weird vocal samples that are just looped and there's like no drums but they turn out to be dope tracks so i really like grisel the movement shout out to benny um all right you got your last one is it me last one what did i not do oh well, we're going back to the r&b vibes and now i'll get to my honorable mention is where all the bars are guys sorry uh but yeah back to r&b the year this is actually a guy that you got me on um accidentally we were just i think you sent me a, a link talking about uh doing touring and this one uh little documentary video mm-hmm. of an artist and so that was my introduction to him right at that was like i guess at the end of last year first part of the year and he dropped at the beginning of the year too i think in january but that is brent Fiez, f the world or fuck the world however you want to do it uh he's, he's a really dope artist and he actually started off i've seen some interviews where he he was a rapper first and i think that comes across in his music it just the way he kind of i don't want to say like you know sings but it just feels a little more like uh verses you know like how you do uh you know verses instead mm-hmm. of like song song melodies mm-hmm. but he's you know a really good singer as well like traditionally you know talented singer and he said his managers just said like man quit fucking rapping and just sing sing on all these like and he blew up pretty much um doing the independent touring doing all that that you had sent me in that in that mm-hmm. video so mm-hmm. i i already was you know checking for him it really sucks when I got back to this, thinking about that video of, you know, this year, um, you know, had the album come out and hasn't been able to tour it at all. So it really sucks, but it's solid on the R&B vibes, chill, smoked out, um, you know, getting into certain situations with with the ladies that you got to you got to navigate. I know these are things that you don't have to worry about these days but <laughs> from, the, from the bachelor standpoint. You know, he did a lot of good stuff and a lot of fuckboy stuff on there that. You know, you got to sometimes just be like, that's right, man. That's how you do it. <laughs> Not really, but he, he's kind of that devil's advocate for me of like, you know, how to not behave. Yeah. But it's still it's still great vibey music. And at the beginning of that year, when it's, you know, when it gets cold, this is the kind of stuff that just seems to fit. Yeah. So uh, and then also he had the uh, chopped and slop. They came back, you know, they uh, chopped the album up. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, that gives it the other hip hop screwed and chopped feel that means hip-hop was obviously vibing with it mm-hmm. and uh the guy that produces with him is really inspired by timbaland on some tracks so there's a lot of like timbaland Ooh. type beats on a couple cloud is one of my favorite ones so Brent Fias, i'll the check world. it out i'll check it out uh i like him yeah he had a good feature on some other uh he yeah. was on that feature with uh kanye and i, don't know, I can't yeah remember he's what. got he's he's getting you know where he's got some pretty good features i think he's got some way boogie a feature so he's he's getting up there but he's he's very uh sir the artist sir yeah like, yeah uh, what's that other dude division you mm. know kind of in that realm of again kind of do your dirty r&b right so. all right my last one is uh big sean detroit too okay yeah i just i like big sean i like his delivery mm-hmm. i like how he puts that you know I, I just like him i mm-hmm. like big sean's uh mentality and approach to things right and uh i think he's another like introspective dude Boing. and yeah. uh he uh he uh with this album i think put it all together mm-hmm. in in a, in a really great way so uh it's real like 
and it, you know talking about 2020 and things like that he's all about like mental health and yeah. like yeah. that kind of stuff personal growth and um so physical, physical fitness now too physical, he's in, yeah, he's in dude, the gym now right we got swole so uh so yeah i was looking forward to this project a lot and it finally dropped and i enjoy it it's a it's a good it's a good list of tracks um i can go back to it anytime and it yeah yeah it, it hit all the it hit all the marks for me. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking high of it, you know, going in, but at the same time, it didn't like disappoint. Right. And, you know, it, it fit with like everything that he has been kind of talking about and being about mm-hmm. as his like careers progress. So I think he's been able to like get more comfortable in himself and crafting like and understanding like who he is what, in what the market. On. Right. Yeah. And <clears throat> that kind of thing, which is cool to see because. He's, it, was little, he's, it was a little tough right there for a yeah, while. He's not, trying to figure out where he fit. You yeah, because he's not he's not the trap rapper. No. He's not the Migos. Nope. He's not, you know, but he's not Kendrick and them. Yeah, exactly. You know? So like he he's got this kind of weird thing, and then that creates like the chip on his shoulder. And but he's also really talented. Right. So like he can put some bars together. So some people, you know, make fun of him with some corny bars and all that kind of stuff. But Boing. I yeah. like the boing. That's a funny ad lib for me. Yeah. Uh, so, but Sean, man, I'll jump in a little bit here. Yeah, I, I have him in my honorable mention. How did my honorable mention? I, like I said, I have Hit Boy for the Nas and the Big Sean album. Yeah, because he did both of those. Uh, but Big Sean, yeah, I've always been down. My older brother was actually way bigger on him, like back in the Kanye West.com days. Like mm. he's like, hey, you checked out this guy? He was on the Kanye page. He just got signed, and that I mean that was ages ago, but he got signed at like seventeen or mm-hmm. really young, and. uh his debut was dope, finally famous, kind of stood for that. And it kind of just felt like, you know, a young guy excited that he got a uh, sign. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he's had to navigate where he fits into this, uh, I guess, the landscape of the artists. But even while he's done that, he's always released, you know, some consistent hits, you know, big songs mm-hmm. coming out each album, uh, stayed relevant with some good features, uh, you know, stuff he did with Mercy and Cruel Summer, all that was great. So yeah. I uh yeah, kind of like Cuddy with this guy, man. Um mm-hmm. he's he's shown his personal story. Yeah, uh, you know, he's talked about his his issues with depression and kind of having to step back uh for a while there when he was just kind of didn't know where to go with things. So I was really, you know, happy for him, proud of him to come back with a solid album. Uh what's the one before this? The I can't remember the name of it, but that one I think is more when he was a little more in the depressive state. Was it Dark Sky Twisted Fan or Twisted? No, uh, that's the one before Paradise that's or the other. Whatever. Dark sky uh, I decided, I believe. I decided. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, decided was different. It a little darker. Yeah, it was darker. I like the dark. I, I like the darkness sometimes. But yeah, uh, yeah. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed I decided. I think that this one's got way more replayability. I think that's what I was gonna say. I think in I decided he was, you know, right in the, the throes of the depression or trying mm-hmm. to figure all that out. So the album reflects that. This one, he's you know, out of that, ready to make a big, big album. So there's some big tracks on here. The Nipsey song is dope. Uh yeah, I like it, man, as well. Uh, did you have like honorable mentions or because I no man just run okay. through them real quick yeah, because so, I got other questions for you yeah right all right well yeah so I like I said I do no rap music I put a bunch of sing songy up top but uh, another one that's really dope Mick Jenkins Circus check that out solid MC uh, bars for days he he almost got in there I barely put Kid Cudi that's my first one then uh, also this is bars the classic Boom Bap uh, Raw Poetic and Damu the Fudge Monk Moment of Change check that out if you like classic Boom Bap turntablism. Got that. Hit Boy already mentioned that. Uh, Buster Rhymes, Extinction Level Event. He came back yeah. years after, you know, the old one. Right. Solid material. Great song on there with Kendrick Lamar. Check that out. 
070 Shakes. Did you bring that up? I think we were just talking about her. Um, yeah, that's a great album. Yeah. And last but not least, uh, I just checked this out last night, but I'm already put it in my honorable mentions. It is a experimental hip hop group clipping. If you've heard of them, you know what's up. Uh, visions of bodies being buried, burned, buried, <laughs> burned. Okay. I just listened to it last night. It's like a horrorcore album, but man, it's, it's, it's pretty intense, but in a good way. So that's yeah. probably going to raise up. It might, I don't know. It might knock something off. Um, like I said, it's, it's horrorcore. So it's not like a straight bars, but, um, yeah. I can't remember the main guy's name off the top of my head, but mm-hmm. he's an amazing MC. I didn't know he was this good. Uh, he's in Hamilton and stuff. So I guess I was doubting on him because of was that. Was he in Hamilton? Yeah. That's, that's how he got hot. Well, no, he was already doing clipping and shit. Yeah. Like that's his main popularity thing. And then now he's on Snowpiercer, the show. He's okay. the lead character in that. So, I mean, he's getting big in the acting realm, but I mean, you hear this shit and you're like, oh, well, this guy, yeah. he, he's still on it though. Yeah, you know, he I, hasn't. I got onto clipping when they when their first album came out yeah and uh i think it was their first album with like the chain link fence or whatever i'm not sure uh is the cover art i, I think if i'm thinking the right person but david diggs is his name or david mm. diggs is the guy's name yeah Instagram. but uh yeah that's another one that like i just kind of want to i want to put on just for the thrill of like figuring out what the heck they're doing because it's like it's it's different it's got like one song it's just got like a my banging on the door like this like that sound yeah. like you know you'd hit a haunted house or something yeah shit. but it like works with the beat and i'm like that's pretty cool actually you know yeah. just to see somebody pull that off so nice clipping but uh that's mine man good list man we went good a little list. long didn't we no yeah you're good you're good this is what it's for this yeah i'm not going, going deep. i know man i don't i like i'm not gonna get too deep on the three c's but we are gonna bring them up for the next like 10 Let's do it. or so so i wanted to ask you this is a question that i'm asking uh every guest uh, on the on the podcast this season and in communication i'm i'm asking this what are what what subject thing topic whatever what's something that people aren't talking about enough that you wish more people were talking about what conversation do you wish more people were having wow that's that's a big question man uh you mean just in general that's everything Anything yeah man just like you part? like like man more people need to talk about this hmm Wow. Uh, let's say um, I, I'm always on. I mean, I kind of my little motto for this year, I guess, that I have coming in is, is switch it up. Um, so I'll go with like that, not getting comfortable. Um, you know, 2020 was a year where restrictions allowed us or made us, you know, have to sit in one place, kind of change up how you do things. Um, so as things get ready to open up, I, I want I know for myself and hopefully for everybody else to uh, go out there and push, push yourself, you know, get uncomfortable, find out what you've learned through this year, you know, and put new things. A lot of people, you know, got back in shape, started uh, new uh, hobbies or, you know, really picked up their game in certain areas. And so this year, I feel like it's the time to, to push yourself and go out there and, uh, and to try those things. Fail big, you know, don't fail, but you know what I mean? Take chances, calculated risks. So uh, with me, I guess it's just, uh, I don't know what the exact phrase would be, but I guess uh, avoiding conformity. Yeah. Um, you so know, you don't think there's enough conversation about about avoiding that? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, I need to figure out a way to yes, phrase it better. I guess. Well, I mean, I, it's okay. I ju- I yeah. ju- you know jumped you with the question, but no. Yeah, I th- I agree. Like I I think that even though, especially right now as we're recording this at the end of 2020, the and this is going to continue in this post uh, at the top of 2021 where like most people don't set resolutions or goals or whatever, mm-hmm. because 
they know that most people who set goals and resolutions don't do them. Right. But the fact is that most people don't set resolutions and goals don't do them either. Like the, yeah. the people who don't do, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, just like people who don't do, don't do. Yeah. I like that. Exactly. And so like, I think that, uh, I, I agree with you in that, that there needs to be more conversations. And like, this is why I have the podcast to talk about and have more conversations about increase and growing and, right. and expanding and, and taking those risks and chances and trying new things. And right. like, that's, that's something that you definitely do. You know, you're on, you're on how many you're, you're on Twitch. Well, that's like, what you're was, on all the social media. Then I think tied into that conformity, I guess maybe it's just, uh, yeah, it, it's tied in with that, but putting yourself out there more as far as, uh, content for me personally, because yeah, I've usually been a pretty private person mm -hmm. and, you know, through this year, when you, when you fall back, you have to figure out new ways to, to reach out to people, new ways to create content. So yeah, now I'm doing Twitch because I love video games. Uh, anyway, so doing a little bit of that, but also doing live uh, production there. And in October, I started doing my weekly vlogs, which is really just me talking about, you know, stuff through the week, sometimes personal information, just just really shooting the shit on video, mm -hmm. uh, which is something I've never really done. So on the theme of getting uncomfortable, that's that's one of the things I've been working on and just being in front of cameras. I'm not a big being on camera guy. Mm -hmm. I like to DJ. I like to be behind scenes. Yeah. But um. So, so how's that experience been for you so far? Like you've done the vlog for 12 weeks? Uh, yeah, yeah. Started at the end of October. So yeah, 12 of them. Um, it's been good, man. I mean, I was I was pretty worried about it mm. because it kind of comes from that point of like, oh, you know, who wants to hear you ramble on? Uh, and I think we've talked about this before, but it ends up being kind of just help for you yourself mm -hmm. to just keep your mindset going. And I was talking with my older brother when he was in. It's just like sometimes that's just the only language I know. Like if I'm not a big like a uh, small talker, like if we're not on topic or of a goal or talking about something like that. I mm -hmm. you know I kind of get lost. Uh, you know I can do sports. You know that's how I try to relate to people um, that aren't kind of in my industry or, or working towards those types of things. But uh, yeah, I've, I've been able to find ways to communicate better, uh, express myself better, and um, just use that as a as motivation again when i go back to listen through it or just all right well i've done 12 of them you know just more things to complete more uh more things so just get uncomfortable guys i guess i don't i didn't answer the question <laughs> correctly no right? no you did you did like that, that's the part the, there's a phrase that i should use for that that would I and guess would and, be and really the, the question is just in service to like a broader conversation you know what i mean about like these you know whatever you want to talk talk about so it's like yeah i agree like i've i've grown a lot personally through podcasts creating content yeah. doing things like this and and like i encourage anybody and everybody to like i think everybody should have podcasts everybody you know, it doesn't mean you do it every week right but like it's just this practice and exercise that really tells you more about who you are and exactly, exactly. and what you can and i i don't know like like I'm, language is a vehicle to get where you want to go yeah. and so if as you continue to communicate it it becomes more real, not like the secret and like a weird mystical kind of way. I got you. But at the same time, it's it's kind of like you you got to speak it before you can actually speak realize it into it. existence. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, kind of along the lines with the recording, you know, people always say, you know, one of the basic tips of you hear from any motivational anything is write your goals down, write them mm -hmm. down, you know. But it's kind of the same thing with what we're doing, because mm -hmm. you, you speak it, you record it. And it, it's just another documentation of what you're trying to do. Yeah. And it just kind of it reinforces it the same way to me as, as writing it on a piece of paper, putting it on your mirror. Mm -hmm. um, 
you know, just consistently doing what you got to do, uh, staying, staying yeah. in that mindset. So making it real. Yep. And that's the thing. It's like, it's like, especially in the context of a vlog, making it, you're making you real yeah. to everybody else. Yeah. Um, the homie, uh, Gary V I'm big on Gary V for sure. And, uh, that's one of the things he was talking about that kind of gave me that extra little push of like, all right, I got to do it. You know, it's just like, you are your brand. Even if your brand is something separate, you, you have to be out there now. It's just, that's just how it is. Mm -hmm. So I was just kind of like, all right, quit trying to be Mr. Uh, enigmatic, you know, all this shit. You just have to put your face out there, let people know what you're trying to do. Yeah. And you know, maybe, maybe people will uh, respond. So I've been getting some great feedback little bit of business from it as well too. Is that right? Um yeah, and, and a few people interested in in podcasting too. That's what I've been getting hit up the most. Just random people like, "Oh, I saw you doing the podcast stuff, man. I want to I want to get into that." And I'm like, "Yeah, come through. I'll show you what's up." Mm -hmm. or, you know, refer them to you if they need a little more right. tips. Um but yeah, so I I like to see that though. People realizing, "Hey, I I too can create content. Yeah. I too can express myself and you know, not feel like who who wants to hear from me because everybody's opinion is valid." Exactly. Exactly. Awesome. All right. The second C community. So that's communication community. The question is the village question. Are you familiar with the village question? Uh, run it, run it to me one more. All right. The village question is this, uh, you're building a village. Okay. Somebody gives you some land, maybe an Island, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and they say, Hey, Cicero, we want you to make a village okay. and to get people to the village. You've got four signs on different roads. Okay. And on those four signs, you can put any word you want, but you have to put a, a a value or a principle on those to attract the people that you want to be around gotcha. in your village. All right. So four words, four words, four okay. values, four principles for I, I mean, I, I, you know, bend the bend or break those rules. Right. But what are four things that would encompass your village, the the people that you try to bring into your community? Um, I'll say integrity off top. Gotta have some integrity in there. Don't want a lot of people that too too faced it or just you know don't follow through. Uh, honesty kind of ties in that as well. But I love honest people. Everybody does. So you can't you can't force people to be honest. But maybe if you put it on there, they think think twice. I'm coming. I'm a snake oil salesman. I'm not yeah. gonna go. Um, so those are the two that just pop out first. Then probably again creativity. Although that wasn't really apply to surviving in a village, but you know, you got to figure out some ways to survive. got to be creative. Yeah. Um, and then the last one, I'm trying to think of something that just means, uh, hardworking in the phrase, uh, determination or anything. Cause we gotta, we gotta build shit. So you gotta have people that are willing to <laughs> get up and work, man. So, um, I don't know, motivation. Then yeah. Hard work and works. Hustle. I don't fucking It's know. a contraction. It's yeah. Um, so that, that'd be mine, I guess. Yeah. Integrity, honesty, creativity, and, whatever we want to call that some hard work love it working hard working love it <laughs> love it awesome man you got well, me thinking about fallout the video game now i'm trying to oh, i'm trying to start my settlement what all do i need <laughs> I gotta get some water pumps and shit. right yeah. yeah if it was only that easy uh right. to to put some values to make a village in mm. fallout it's probably not that yeah uh all right so the third c is company which is uh business kind of bringing it all together but also the company that you keep so my question here is really off the top. I didn't have one written down. Oh, well, yeah, I did. So uh, I wanted to talk to you about the creator economy. Okay. Like, so you're on a you're on a path, a trajectory, mm -hmm. a pursuit for essentially, you know, finding ways to monetize your that's, talents. That's the end of it. Yeah. Right. Like, right. I mean, 
So like you're building a business, you're, you're, you're working for yourself, you're creating content and putting, you know, trying to put it all together Mm -hmm. as am I. And a lot of people who listen to this, I imagine, you know, so, so I was just curious about like what, what your thoughts are on it as, you know, we, we come into 2021, like what, how What's a pe- cash out? Well, maybe may, may, cash may, out, but you don't know, like make you. Yeah, well, or, or what? What? What interests you about it? Like, what? What's? What are some avenues that you're considering? Oh, okay. Thinking about, yeah. like, what have you learned as far as like making money online and right. and that kind right. of stuff, or or any kind of any kind of thing you anywhere you want to take the conversation creator about economy. the creator economy That's and like being a creator and being a creative person and making a, a building a brand. And and essentially making working for yourself, right. yeah, making a living. Right. Well, that's been man, that's been the conundrum, the question for years for probably all creatives is how to turn your passion into paying the bills, or you know, yeah. just a way to monetize profit. that profit. There you go, even better. Um, so with me, uh, it's been it's been a a changing process. Uh, coming in as a producer first, I was doing production way before DJing. So back then. Uh, you know, early 2000s, mid 2000s, it was all about selling beats, you know, just hand to hand selling beats. Pretty much you're meeting with artists going to the studio. If they like it, you know, you try to figure out some sort of agreement that's usually half assed or, you know, whatever. And you're dealing <laughs> with leasing. And back then there was a lot of this red tape because everybody nobody was really in the industry like they thought. But everybody thought they knew. You know, so everybody's, oh, we got to get all these contracts and this and that. Oh, yeah. And I, copyright. I gotta, right. Just I have to perceive myself as this before I can even, you know, get a sale. So that was always tricky. Um, and that's really when I got into DJing as a way to uh, supplement the, you know, income, because <laughs> there's always people needing DJs. There's always people getting married. And that allowed me to step back from trying to make beats to sell um, and just kind of be just creative with my production for a while. And that was great. But uh, just that creative spirit in me is always there. Um, but I've figured now um, in, in launching Cicero Mode Creative Boutique, uh, I'm going back to want to cater and help people, but through creative content. So, uh, man, all levels of it, really, at this point, going back into production um, from the standpoint of making albums that express myself. But also, I'm getting into bed music. That's one of the avenues that's been going pretty good for me. I've done some some bed music for you, mm-hmm. a few other podcasters. Um, I did some music for uh, some workout, kind of getting into the fitness game of being able to produce, you know, music for fitness YouTube videos. A lot of people watch. So um, that's the way I've been able to find the production to kind of get back going, going or get back into it. And one thing I'm really starting to try out here is Fiverr, getting my account set up on that, which is just you know pretty much being able to do all those things on a network. So if somebody needs bed music, you can you can put up your ad there and they can just contact you because those are the people that are actually looking to do business. Yeah. Which is another thing that, again, just kind of trying to find that middle ground of, you know, if, if you're in the creative field, who, who do you sell to? You know, yeah. who, who needs creativity? Who needs feelings? Yeah. So Fiverr, I think, is going to be a good way for me to find those people that already know they need it, are willing to do some sort of economic transaction with money. <laughs> And uh, go from there. But yeah, you got to find the market. Yeah. So doing that and then also been doing the vlogs, the podcast with the foundation. Shout out to the foundation crew. Um, so I'm going to be looking into doing some more like voiceover work, man. Um, it's still creative, but it's, it's not the traditional sense. But I've been using this thing in my <laughs> mouth for a very long time. Yeah. So I'm figuring I'm getting pretty good at it and maybe can can generate a little more income uh, doing voiceover work. And I did 
in uh, all actuality go to college for advertising copywriting. So trying to tie all those things back into I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's right in my my lane. I just never really um stepped out into it as like a copywriter, uh, you know, for like a company or, or really went sought out doing anything, but we've been writing copy for years, uh, both of us on mm -hmm. social media. Mm -hmm. So getting back into those things, but I still want to keep the creativity in the forefront. So for me, uh, it's this year has been all about getting my brand back out there as a creative, because, uh, you know, Hey, you kind of did it early on with the DJ thing. Once you're known as a DJ, people kind of all right, well, the DJing is all you can really do. So mm -hmm. I've been having to kind of rebrand myself as a creative. So I'm getting more into that. I want to do, I mean, it's not making money, but I want to do something with television shows as far as like reviewing shows or, or live reactions. Um, yeah, because you have a real interest in, in, yeah, in, yeah. in, in film. And yeah, I mean, film. Uh, storytelling, really. Pretty much writing. I yeah. mean, it's all, it's all a form of writing, I realized, uh, which is good because then I can go... Uh, I'll tell my mom, oh, I am using my degree. Don't, <laughs> don't be too mad. Um, no, but yeah, so it's, it's all writing. So I'm, I'm looking into that, doing some screenwriting, writing some jokes. Uh, actually, my I guess I'll put it on tape here, too. One of my loose resolutions or things I want to accomplish is one of two things. It's either to get into a, a sparring match of some sort in a physical fighting discipline. Oh, wow. So I got I to train for a little bit for that, obviously, but I've been working out a little bit, so I'm all right. Uh, and then the second one, which is a little bit easier, is uh, to do a stand-up comedy set or Man. some sort of a comedy something. Uh, just because I, I like comedy, I like writing it. Uh, I think I'd be, probably be better as like a comedy writer. Mm -hmm. But stand-up is one of those things. I put it up there with like, I don't know, skydiving is, you know, one of the biggest fears of doing. Yeah, Even sure. being a public speaker that I am, uh, going to jokes... It's pretty daunting because if the jokes don't work, yeah, man, I, you're out of there. Yeah, so. you're you're bolder than me at this point because like I I've you know I've I'm a public speaker. You know, yeah. I do presentations. I'm real comfortable in front of an audience and in front of a mic and all that kind of stuff. But as far as like my responsibility now is to make you laugh, right? Whew, that's, yeah, that's it's, a it's, that's a tall order. I think but, it's the toughest, but live that, performance thing for sure, for uh, sure, I, even over anything music related, just because of that. Entertain me on a joke by joke you know, yeah like a joke by joke yeah. basis so uh that's awesome though that's i mean that's a true example of somebody that, like like what you're saying about like stretching yourself yeah and yeah, like getting uncomfortable man. yeah and so i don't know if those all those avenues are going to lead to a lot of economic growth but for, for me and for that question it's mostly uh continuing to put the value out there that i can do and being prepared to uh, help any brands or anybody uh, that that needs any of these services, from music to voiceover work uh, to creative concept branding. Yeah, uh, I mean, I things. mean, you you'd be perfect for anybody who's looking for somebody that needs content because right. you know how to create it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's what I want to do at Cicero Mode is really make it a, a kind of a content boutique where I can I can do some myself, but also outsource um, or yeah. also be able to curate to other people if I know. Hey, this person makes you know production that fits what you're looking for uh so that's really it i guess for me finding like again taking this creative this creative juice that i can't turn off and uh figuring out ways to help other other brands other uh entities and that's probably my other big phrase for this year how can i help you know and i'm sure you're mm. the same with these everybody we've talked to clients or just I things, asked it today yeah things you're interested in man just how can i help and that's that's the way to get you going get you get your foot in the door and uh, get you on good footing with people, I think. Yeah, yeah. That is a powerful, powerful question. Because mm -hmm. then it really reframes the conversation. Yeah. It's like, oh, wait, we got to do something. Right. Yeah, and I like that, too. I'm a, I'm a, I am like to do that. I like to kind of stick to people. 
a little bit, you know, in the realms that we're in, there's a lot of, uh, you know, not to hate people that kind of tourists of, of wanting to do things. So when it's somebody like that, I'd rather say, how can I help you? Because that's me kind of saying, what are you what have you prepared? What, what are you ready yeah. to do? Yeah. You know, what are you bringing to the table? I can only help if you have a plan, if you have something in mind. Yeah. But if you're just kind of trying to figure it out. Yeah. Uh, Hey, sit back, enjoy the show. And when you have an idea, I can help you then. <laughs> here, here's a, here's a quip. Here's a, here's a tweet. Okay. That question is, is, is the gap between victim and victory. That's like, nice, bro. you know what I mean? Like you like, got that one. That's you. <laughs> That's nice. I like strong it. calm podcast. You know Very what I'm saying? Nice. Yeah. But yeah, like, victim like, because victory. I, I was going to say venting. Oh, venting. Okay. V victim. Vi you know what I mean? The victim is venting. You know what I mean? Because it's like, I've got all these problems. I got all these problems. I got all these problems. And it's like, at a, at a certain point, like you have to stop. Like, like there, it's important to listen. You got to listen. Right. It's absolutely crucial. If you want to solve a problem, you're going right. to listen to the problem and have a comprehensive understanding of it. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, when you're trying to get somebody to not, not get somebody, don't read me wrong. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But if, if you're trying to help somebody move from pain to power to, 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 from from problem to solution how can i help yeah is a really really powerful question especially yeah. if they already have an understanding of who you are your context mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff they yeah. they're bringing you problems right and then that question really opens them up to saying oh well i could see you helping in this way right and um what i like about it as well i mean we were talking about you know turning monetizing things it, it's not one of those plays either um you know i suggest for anybody in the creative field or whatever you're doing help first, you know, is kind of my deal. Yeah. Like don't come out asking for money or something, or, Hey, I need you to do for me. Uh, help first. That's going to build that relationship. Yep. And, you know, hopefully you'll get to that, that point. If it's somebody that, you know, has come to you more along the lines of questions or even mm -hmm. if it's somebody you revere, you know, again, somebody that you just like the, what they do, you can still be like, Hey, I really like what you got going on. I like your movement. How can I help you with that? Mm -hmm. And that's a way for you to learn and, and grow. And, uh, you know, it might might lead to some money down the road, but you got to go into it with that genuine that genuine helping, I think, first. Just yeah. Get everything on the right. Get the right vibes going. You know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. And it's like what to what degree are you helping with? You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Because when, you know. Listening can be a, a form of helping, right. giving like your two cents or your advice or whatever, your guidance and right. that kind of stuff is a form of helping. But then it's like, well, what degree of help are you, you know? Are you, you really need. yeah, like, are you, are you like, there, there's going to be those inevitable uh, future customers of yours who are like, that's why, that's when they've gotten to that, they've gotten to the decision stage in their buying mind right, when they go to mind. Fiverr and they're like, I need music bed, yeah. like, I need it. And I understand you know what, what I mean? that takes. And I know, I understand what <laughs> yeah, that takes. Know. It takes somebody who's, who, who, who has done it for years. Right. And, and can really make my vision come to life. So, like, that's when you know you have that permission to ask for more money because it's going to take more time right. and the it's it's a it's a relation to the value that you're creating for someone yeah. and from the creative standpoint i mean and again coming from you know working with rappers and artists for years you're working with other creatives and it's hard for us to get out of that the creative into okay i have an idea but what are the finite things i need to do to actually mm -hmm. complete this you know whatever the goal is if you're going to mm -hmm. get signed as a rapper you got to invest in yourself, do all these other things that people don't think about. They just think about, I need a club beat. And, you know, they're just caught up on that. And I need to rent a Lamborghini. Right. Yeah. You know, <laughs> those, those kind of things. But I mean, even then, at least if you, you know, plan and get, get your Lamborghini, you that know, is you true. got it the right way. You'll you, get some likes. You're doing, you're doing, you know, something. Yeah. Something productive in that realm. But uh, 
so that's been uh, interesting for me coming from usually working with other creatives just to, hey, let's get together, let's create, let's make something great to the service in or back to the other service in, but you know, more so of any businesses or just more than just the MCs or the artists out there. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's a learning process for me, man. But again, with the switch it up, make yourself uncomfortable uh, theme, I'm just going in at it. And a lot of the people right now that I'm working with, uh, like yourself or, or you know, friends or uh, like-minded individuals trying to get their businesses up and going. And, uh, you know, I just want to do everything I can to help them. And I think everything else will work itself. I believe it. Sir, I believe it. Awesome, man. That, that's all my questions. Got it. it was a great conversation. You did it. All right. Do I get to do some plugs on the way out or something? Man, do some plugs. All right. Uh, man, this has been fun. Strong calm. Appreciate you guys. Love getting here to talk with Aaron. Uh, you can find me on all platforms at Cicero Mode, C-I-C-E-R-O Mode. Uh, also have the website CiceroMode.com. Twitch, again, Cicero Mode on everything. That's my other phrase. Yeah. Cicero Mode on everything. Y'all check me out. Got some beat tapes on the way. Gonna do a surprise EP release here in the next couple days, I think. A music tip. And uh, nice. working more on the, on the creative, man. That's what we're all about. It's been fun. Like, share, subscribe, and hit up my dude for some good tracks. Thanks, man. All right. It's been real, brother. Yeah. Peace.